0: I've had a burden to teach people about money. And the reason is because financial pressure can be a horrible, horrible cloud hanging over your head. And uh, I am so grateful that I had to learn how to be a businessman. A lot of people think, well, you've always gotten offerings. And it's true. In the last couple of decades, we've been funded with offerings primarily. But... For 20 years before that, I had to make the money that paid the ministry bills. It didn't come through offerings. When we had a nationwide and in some cases worldwide ministry with gospel bill and other things we did, uh, 94% of our money came from sales. Uh, I did not get help. I I have in recent times told very well-known pastors and so forth a little bit about our journey, guys, my generation. And they're absolutely shocked. You you mean the TV stations didn't pay you anything for what you did? I said, not a dime, not a penny. We didn't get anything. And they said, that's so wrong. And and, and they're shocked at it. But we had to learn that if we were going to get done what we had to do, I had to somehow find out how to make money. And I'm grateful for it because as a businessman, I can talk to business guys better than the average pastor or evangelist. The evangelist gets up and says, I was trusting God and confessing the word and somebody that I didn't even know came up and handed me a check for $10,000. And so our business guys go out and start confessing the word of God and nobody ever shows up with a $10,000 check. And so they think, well, you know, God must not love me as much as he loves that evangelist. I'm not spiritual enough, whatever. And it's all because there's a huge misunderstanding about how money flows. And we, we don't really dig into it. We don't really look at what the scripture teaches. And the scripture is just loaded with stuff. I want to read Isaiah chapter 60. And, uh, oh, my gosh, I, 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 I left my Bible home. I was supposed to bring it. I always write down all my scriptures. I'm going to give you the essence, though. Here it is, Isaiah 60 and verse 5. Because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto you. This is God speaking to Israel through the prophet Isaiah, telling them of a day when they're going to be living in the presence of the Messiah, and people are going to bring them blessings And it says, the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto you. The word that I want to focus on there is the word converted or conversion. Money has to follow a conversion. Money doesn't just show up. You don't walk out in your yard and find money blowing around unless somebody lost it. But money is a converted resource. When people begin to look for money, they get into trouble. They get greedy. Money is never to be our pursuit. It's a secondary resource. Everybody say secondary. Secondary. All right, let me give you an example. Electricity is a secondary resource. Now, imagine you live 200 years ago, okay? And uh, you're in the middle of the 19th century, And electricity, we we know it exists. We know that uh, lightning struck a kite and came down and hit the key on Ben Franklin's string and and all of that. We discovered electricity, but there was no way to harness electricity. It wasn't lighting any building. It wasn't powering any motor. We had no idea how it worked. We knew it could be powerful because we saw the destructive nature of lightning uh, on trees. And and when lightning was struck, in fact, out in the text, this panhandle where I'm from, Uh, my uncle had a ranch There had some high country, and he would show me the lightning strikes, and you could see a ring of green where the lightning had struck in the high ground, and it would make the grass grow a little taller. There was a ring there where the lightning hit, and so you knew it had some kind of impact, but you didn't know exactly how you could harness it, and here all this time later, we still don't know how to harness lightning, but we have learned how to generate electricity. We've learned something about it. So you imagine what foolishness it would be to get up and walk out of your house in 1850 and start looking for electricity. You're not going to find it because it had to be converted from something else. Money is very much the same way. And we we know a little bit about this, but we don't think it clearly through. So what I want you to see is if you can learn to think like electricity... And how it works, you can understand the flow of money. Money is produced through the conversion of four primary resources. Now, there are secondary resources and there are primary resources. And money is not a primary resource. It's a secondary resource. So we need to be thinking about the primary resources. What are my primary resources? What primary things? And here we go. Proverbs 14, 23. This is the first primary resource, and everybody can do this one. In all labor, there is profit, but idle chatter leads only to poverty. So here, Solomon writes and says, money doesn't just show up. It's converted from labor. In all labor, there is what? Profit. So if you want to find money, you got to find labor. Working is your first step toward money. And here's what happens when we work. As we work, we're making an exchange. We're exchanging our time, our energies, our skills for money from people who need the labor done. But this is what happens if you do labor for any period of time at all. Labor naturally leads you to the second primary resource, which the Bible says is worth a lot of money.